0: what's up sinners? How's everybody doing out there? I hope you're doing well and if you're listening to the sound of this voice, the sound of this southern drawl atheist voice that means that you survived another Christmas that means you survived time with family means you survived time with in-laws people you agree with people you disagree with doesn't mean anything anymore because you've made it and now you have a full 300 and 64 days before you have to deal with it again so congratulations we made it through to the other side hope you're all doing well hope everybody's happy healthy and well adjusted thanks for tuning in this is the bible belt atheist podcast coming to you live from the capital city of the bible belt lovely lynchburg virginia again i hope everyone has had a good christmas and holiday season if you celebrate christmas i hope you had a great one if you don't celebrate christmas I hope you've had a wonderful December so far. And um, I got to tell you, I had the best Christmas because I didn't really do anything. I spent Christmas with uh, my girlfriend and her son and all of our critters. The new puppy was his first Christmas and we really didn't do much of anything other than unwrap presents, watch some TV and walk the dog. And to me, that is the best possible holiday. I'm not big into going out on holidays. I'm not really good at making it a big festive occasion. I'm not very creative when it comes to gift buying. I prefer it a lot when people tell me what they want. I probably should have mentioned that two weeks ago instead of waiting until after Christmas to tell everyone that. But I do like uh, wrapping it up. I like finishing up the Christmas holiday Uh, In previous years, the day after Christmas, which is the day I'm recording this, um, it was always a time when I would go out shopping. I would go to the mall the day after Christmas because that's when they had all the big sales. And a lot of people in my family over the years like to give me um, gift certificates and gift cards to certain places. And it's a perfect thing. You take someone else's money and you find the best sales to save the most money from what they gave you. It's a win win for everybody. The stores win. I win. That's a great thing. But I'm uh, looking back on previous Christmas days. Um, most of my life they were stressful, but this one this year, and actually for the past few years, have been very stress free. And I'm very appreciative of that. And the older I get, the more appreciative I am. Um, it's easy to, you can go out the week before Christmas, go shop in any store you want, and you're going to find stressed out people. You're going to see husbands and wives arguing. You're going to see kids crying and begging for stuff. And their parents are obviously at their wits end. And, uh, I don't live that way and I'm not going to live that way. I'm not going to get that excited or upset about, well, pretty much anything. Well, my, my dog did knock over my beer last night. That was probably the most upset I've been in a while. But um, I digress. So hopefully you're past all that. Hopefully you're past all of the chaos and stress and bombast. Hopefully you're spending the day today doing basically whatever the fuck you want. Um, choosing to spend time with people you actually like today instead of the people you had to spend the last 48 hours with that maybe you don't like. Or maybe you're one of those lucky people out there that actually like spending time with your family and actually enjoy spending time with your in-laws. And to all of those of you out there that live that way, you uh, your lucky stars. You should be uh, very appreciative that you are in the minority and not everyone lives that way. So I had a Skype call with my mother and my brother yesterday and uh, it seemed to go pretty well and uh, you know. They're a state away, and that's that's okay. That's probably good at sometimes, um, But yeah, it's just been very calm. And so what made me think about doing this podcast today was the relief, the deep breath you can take after stressful events and stressful holidays. Um, these money-making holidays like Christmas and Valentine's Day and all of the other um, holidays where it's sort of, part of the American life to spend money that you don't have and go into debt for, uh, basically for one day for 24 hours. There are people out there that will spend the next year paying off stuff that they bought for just yesterday. And I used to be one of those people. And I'm very thankful that I'm not one of those people anymore. Yesterday morning I opened up my Apple wallet and I paid off my Apple card and it was the only credit card I use and I pay it off every week. And I was looking at the balance, and the balance said zero. So yay me. I'm very happy about that. But yeah, moving on and thinking about Christmas past and thinking about the day after Christmas, um, to all of my British listeners, um, Happy Boxing Day, I think is what it's called, the day after Christmas. It's a holiday over there. I know there's a lot of soccer matches going on right now that I would ordinarily be watching. But I decided to take time to talk to you so anyway um all around the world things are celebrated differently yesterday my girlfriend made uh, mention about how the chinese restaurants were open and uh, i don't think that it's uh, (laughs) i don't think it's that big of a surprise that the chinese restaurants are open chinese people uh, not only do they have different holidays but they live by a different calendar most of them and uh, she kind of thought it was funny that Chinese restaurants were open and I bet they did big business yesterday. I bet the few places that were open, there were a lot less places open this year. As a matter of fact, Starbucks was closed yesterday. Holy shit. But yeah, I, she got a kick out of that. And I kind of do too. I think it's funny. Um, we have a Chinese restaurant close to where my girlfriend lives. It's just the sweetest family you'd ever want to meet that run the place. And uh, when she calls in the order, she doesn't even have to tell them my name anymore because it's uh It's pretty much a given. They know who they're talking to. But they're friendly people, and they're super people, and hopefully they celebrate any way they want, whatever holidays they want. And uh, that's what makes the world go round. We're all different. We all come from different places. We all celebrate things differently. Americans are really fucking hung up on Christmas, though. I don't know how other countries celebrate that day, the anniversary of the non-birth of the son of the... Imaginary Wizard in the Sky, Um, the anniversary of the birth that was caused by the first sexual assault in written history, apparently. Um, Did anybody ask the Virgin Mary if she wanted to have a baby? Nope, nobody asked. She was forced to have a baby. That's sexual assault. Take it for what it is. So, anyway, I had to get that out there. That was funny, right? Now, I think I've mentioned before on the podcast that, excuse me, I am a people watcher. I love to go out in public and just watch people. I sit in restaurants and look at the body language and uh, just see how people carry themselves and see how they react to certain situations. And one of the best days ever to do that is the day after Christmas. So, if you're a people watcher like I am, going to the mall or going anywhere. Of retail is quite the interesting experience. Number one, because everybody looks like they have a Christmas hangover. Everybody looks disheveled. Everybody's been eating like pigs for a week and uh, they're, they're just walking around like zombies. And they're like, oh my God, I've got to go into another store. I've got to buy myself something else that I don't need. Yeah, because that's the beauty of Christmas. You can buy yourself shit that you don't need or other people will do it for you. I have all the things in the world that I would ever need or want more than I would ever need or want. I have an overabundance of stuff. And, um, and my girlfriend did an amazing job of being very creative and coming up with stuff that I will actually use and love and adore. And, uh, it takes a lot to do that. I'm not the easiest person in the world to shop for. Um, but back to people watching. Yeah. If you go out today, if you go out the day after Christmas, you can see some interesting sights. You can see the husband that is at his wits end and ready to just lay waste to everyone around him. And you can see the wife who, uh, has just got the, the recharge buttons been hit. She's got gift cards in her hands and she sees cell signs. And, um, It's it's game on. And I'm sure I'm sure it works that way for men, too. I'm sure there's a lot of men out there that want to hit the stores as soon as it's open because they know they've got other people's money to burn and uh, and everything's on sale. So I shouldn't stereotype I shouldn't generalize and say that it's just the housewife that's out there kind of running amok and running down the aisles of stores with gift cards in both hands. Men do that, too. I used to do it. I mentioned that before I used to do that. But um, it's fun to go out and watch people. And, uh, you know, the people that uh, have tried to be good through the Christmas holidays, watch them in restaurants today. Um, it'll be 11 a.m. and somebody will be ordering a Bloody Mary or, or a margarita or something and they'll be eating some heavy carb, gluttonous food. And they're just, you know, they're over it. They're just looking for comfort. They're just looking for some sense of relief and um it's interesting uh today is sunday the day after christmas so i'm sure because it's kind of unique that christmas falls on a saturday i'm sure there's a lot of people sitting in church right now that are they they're just suffering from a christmas hangover and uh it's probably pretty funny to watch i'll never see it but i can only imagine because now they've got to go back into the church and and They've gotten all this stuff and they've done all this celebrating the birth of their Jesus. And now they got to go back into church and they got to sit there and listen to the pastor, talk about gluttony and greed. And Hey, uh, you haven't given us a check recently for the, uh, for the church fund. So that'll start up now, you know, all the pastors are probably preaching sermons today about uh, giving till it hurts, you know, Just because you went out and spent five thousand dollars on your kids, you know the church still needs your money too. Don't forget about the church and and all of your time of giving. But most people aren't going to have anything left over. Church is, you know, one of those places where uh, everybody watches what everybody does and everybody sees everyone's habits, and they see how often you put your money into the uh, to the offering plate, or as I like to refer to it, the holy tip jar. Um yeah, there's a lot of people that the hand is is uh is a little less occupied with with fundage now that Christmas has just passed by and everyone is sitting in the in their pews and and reading their hymnals and thinking about all the money they got to pay back, all the credit cards now that they've got to pay down and you know I'm sure that that's a uh, hot button issue in the good old churches across the USA today is uh, you got to start preaching to them today, immediately, the day after Christmas, about how important their donations, their gifts, their their money to the church is because everybody's broke today. Everybody's broke. Everybody's kids are complaining that they got the wrong toy and you still got to pay for it. That's what's going on in good old America today. The morning after, the morning after the most sacred of holidays that puts you in the poorhouse. house, that puts you in the poverty line, puts you into debt, and now you got to go listen to the pastor beg for more. Happy holidays, motherfuckers. Now, something else has been on my mind during the holiday season is... I would love to know a real number of how many Christians, people who claim to be Christians, actually pray for money, actually pray for help with their finances. They actually pray to get out of debt. I bet a lot of them do. I bet if the true numbers were out there, I bet there's a lot of prayers um, that are out there, people just desperate, you know, please God. Please, God, help me with my American Express bill. It's taken over my life. I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by my debt. You know, prayer is a funny thing. I don't really believe in it because I don't believe in what people are praying to. It's it, it's really odd that people, they'll say, you know, someone's sick, so they'll say they're going to pray for them. And I guess it's a, I guess it's them trying to be as good a person as they could be. Uh, personally, if someone told me that they were sick, I would, instead of saying, I'll pray for you, I would probably say something more along the lines of, do you need anything to help? Do you need a ride to the doctor? Do you need some money for food? Do you need some money for medicine? Thoughts and prayers, um, are bullshit. Um, they haven't gotten us anywhere you know you see it on tv a million times any anytime some tragedy happens people always say well they're in our thoughts and prayers well it's obviously not doing very well because this shit keeps happening you know when there's a there's a massacre at a high school or there's a natural disaster and the leaders of our fine country come out and say you know these people are in our thoughts and prayers Well, I got news for you. It's not fucking working. But I'm sure there's a lot of people out there every year that pray to get out of their debt, to pray to get away from the poverty that they experience. And what I think is ironic is a lot of these people are praying to have help or to to eliminate the debt that's created by them celebrating the birth of their Messiah. So. They're spending all this money to celebrate the birth of their Jesus. And then in January, they start praying to their Jesus for help with their bills. Isn't that some fucking irony for you? Just something I wanted to run by. It's been in my head for a while. Thanks for listening. But anyway, it's it seems to be, it's a cycle. You know, it's a cycle that people go through. And I used to be one of those people without the religion part. You know, I had a small child at once, and Christmas was a big deal, you know, even though I never believed in the, the reason for the so-called holidays, you know, you get wrapped up in it, you get caught up in it. But I never thought to pray for help with the money that I spent celebrating the holiday. But I'm sure a lot of people do. People pray for all kinds of things. They pray for sick people um they they pray for new cars they pray for a bigger house they pray for a lot of things that really if you get right down to it getting out there and working your ass off was probably a better option than prayer so when you're done spending all the christmas money and you're broke and the credit card bills start rolling in Rather than praying about it, I think you have two more legitimate options. Number one, you can fucking spend less and live within your means. Or you can work more. Yeah, that's right. Get a second job to pay for Christmas. Get a third job to pay for Christmas. Do whatever it takes to make sure that that one day out of 365 meets your expectations. So then you can spend the day after Christmas not having to worry about debt and not having to worry about saying prayers to your Jesus to help with the bills. So there it is. I saved you all this time of praying and worry, and I just resolved it for you. Spend less or work more. Look at that. Hell, I might be the messiah. So how many of you out there have that family member that is always boohooing about the money that they don't have and how broke they are and how in debt they are, but yet every time you see them, they're smoking a cigarette or every time you look at their Facebook page, you know, they're sending pictures from whatever vacation they just got back from or, or they're on currently or, you know, They bought a new camper or they bought a new car. Everybody puts on their social media all the bragging stuff, all the uh, big purchases, the big ticket items. But when you see them in person, all they seem to want to talk about is how broke they are. Everybody knows that person, right? Now, I've offended a few people in my life over the years where I've told people that, you know, maybe you shouldn't have had four kids. If you can't afford four kids and then they turn around their scripture and they talk about how Christians are supposed to reproduce as much as possible to spread the word. Yeah. How's that working out for you? But everybody knows those people, right? The people that like to brag, the people that like to show off all their shit on Facebook and you know, they're smoking, you know, $6 packs of cigarettes and can't seem to make ends meet. Yeah, we all know those people. And a lot of those people are Christians or claim to be Christians. I don't know a lot of atheists simply because I live in the Bible Belt. So I don't really know if any of the atheists that are out there fit into this whole category of... I like to show off my shit and I like to... Um, brag about all the things that I have and then complain about having to actually pay for them. But I'll pray about it and I'll pray to God and I'll pray to Jesus that he'll help me with my, with my debt. Um, we all know people like that. I'm sure we do. And I'm sure there are atheists out there that have the same issues, but I don't know any. So there you have it. People get wrapped up in their lives and they have to show off There's an old term called keeping up with the Joneses, right? Your neighbor got a new car, so now you have to get a new car. You know, your neighbor's kids got a brand new trampoline, so now your kids have to get a brand new trampoline. That's how all this shit works. That's how everybody gets wrapped up in this shit. That's how everybody ends up in debt. There's no law saying you have to have what your neighbor has. Not one whatsoever. And there's no law saying that you have to try to keep up with everybody in your church. Right. There's nothing out there that says that. As a matter of fact, I think there's some condescending uh, scriptures out there that talk about how, um, you know, poor people are, are the people of, of God and rich people don't have a shot in hell of getting into heaven. There's actually a lot of scriptures out there that kind of contradict um kind of contradict each other. And and I think there's a scripture that says, um, not all men will get into heaven. And then there's another one that says anyone who prays in my name will get into heaven. So there you have it. You know, it's, it's, it's all fucking confusion and chaos. That's what keeps the, uh, that's what keeps the Christians in check is all the confusion but um, I'm rambling and I'm sorry, but these are just thoughts that come to my mind and then they come out my mouth and I have no filter. So thank you. But um, yeah, I, I think about it. it's weird that that's where my, my mind goes the day after Christmas because I was one of those people that used to wake up the morning after Christmas thinking, oh my goodness, what have I done to myself? I didn't say, oh my God. I said, oh my goodness, holy shit, what did I do to myself? I went to bed happy and thrilled that I was able to give my loved ones everything they wanted, and I'm waking up the next morning hating my existence because now I've got to figure out how to pay for it. So that's what the morning after Christmas means to me. There's a lot of people waking up this morning that are regretful. There's a lot of people waking up this morning thinking to themselves, Well, that's another year that I have to work at this job that I fucking hate. But, hey, everybody in my family got all the toys they wanted for Christmas. Seems like a fair trade. I'm going to be miserable 364 days out of the year so that my family can get things one day out of the year that they may or may not appreciate. I mean, it seems like a fair trade-off if you think the Bible's real. It makes as much sense, right? So I'm just very grateful that I didn't wake up feeling that way this morning. I'm very grateful that I didn't wake up thinking I celebrated the birth of Jesus and now I gotta pray for help with my credit card bills. So glad I don't feel that way. There's some days... There's some days out there that it's really fucking amazing waking up being an atheist. It's amazing. You know, I don't have to get up at four o'clock in the morning on Easter to make some kind of sunrise service. I don't have to go to church on Christmas Eve. I don't have to go to church on Christmas Day. I don't have to go to church at all. And I don't have to worry about the bullshit that comes with trying to live up to a bullshit holiday. It's an American thing, right? It really is. I'm sure other countries celebrate Christmas in a similar way. But we really probably are the only country that does it to an extent where we will ruin ourselves over it. You know, to take it down excuse me, to a grimmer perspective. How many people commit suicide around the holidays? How many people just can't take it anymore? How many people are driven to insanity because of the holidays? How many relationships within families have either come to an end or been seriously affected in a bad way by the holiday season. I mean, it happens. It happens a lot. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of families that come together during the holidays. You know, I love watching these videos. My girlfriend likes watching them too, where these these military, these soldiers come home for the holidays, and they surprise their little kids at school or, or whatever. You know, daddy's home for Christmas. Those are heartwarming, and those are great. And those are awesome. And I'd be willing to bet that those little kids would much rather have their parent home for the holidays than some, you know, $1,500 toy that they may or may not play with in two months. So that, to me, that puts things into perspective. You know, you can go into debt for a lot of different reasons. You can go into debt to buy yourself a new car because you got to get to work. You can go into debt buying a bigger house because you got more kids. But going into debt over a holiday, over the date on a calendar, really makes no sense to me. So, you know, there are times when being an atheist is tough living in the Bible Belt. There are times where I really feel like I can't be myself around people, that I have to Put on a front and have to kind of grin and bear it and not speak my mind. Now, I don't fucking lie. I don't say things to people. I don't tell people I'm a Christian in certain situations just because I think it's going to make things better for me. I'll just keep my mouth shut and not say anything. But today's the day. Today should be an atheist holiday. I think the day after Christmas should be a federal holiday for atheists because we don't have any, right? All these pagan holidays that we go through are all related to religion in some way or another. We should have an atheist holiday. I think the day after Christmas should be, you know, wake up happy that I'm an atheist and not over my head in debt day. What do you think? Should we start writing the congressman now? Should we start a lobby on Capitol Hill to make... December 26th, National Atheist Day? Should we do that? How would we celebrate National Atheist Day? Man, I think, uh, shoot, what should we do? Well, number one, you have to start drinking as soon as you wake up in the morning. You have to start drinking alcohol. You have to, all of the things that the Christians think go against God, like uh, sex out of marriage and um Alcohol and drugs and, um, you know, prostitution and all of those things that Christians say go against God. I think we should definitely indulge in all of those things. I mean, just even if you're like in a great relationship and don't want to fool around, just give a hooker a hundred bucks and tell her have a great day. It's National Atheist Day. This is how we celebrate. Yeah, I definitely think December 26th should become a holiday for atheists. Where, you know, you don't have to say, have a blessed day to people at Starbucks. Or, you know, you just kind of watch whatever you want to watch on TV. Oh, and you have to listen to Ozzy Osbourne and ACDC on National Atheist Day. It's a fucking must. It should be be a law on National Atheist Day that if you're in traffic and you're blasting music, it has to either be Ozzy Osbourne or ACDC or you get a fucking ticket. All right, that might be overstretching the bounds a little bit. But I think you know where I'm going with this, right? I feel discriminated against. I do. I feel discriminated against it my beliefs don't have a holiday that represents it fully i mean national national atheist day the the tv networks should support that you know what i mean like only show horror movies that somehow related to something anti god like you should have to watch the exorcist all day it should you know how on christmas day TBS and other channels, they sh- they play a Christmas story all day. It just constantly just loops. They should play The Exorcist, where it just constantly just loops all fucking day for National Atheist Day. You know what I mean? I think they should have National Atheist Day sales at stores. You know, the higher the proof of alcohol, the lower the price for National Atheist Day. What do you think? That hundred and that Bacardi one fifty one should be like two bucks, whereas some eighty proof something should be like a hundred bucks. What do you think? I think I, I think I'm going somewhere with this. I think I I think I can do this. I think I can represent this. What would you do on National Atheist Day? Shoot me an email. Let me know. What would you do if there was a national holiday designed to celebrate atheism? Huh, man, this thing this thing has legs. I think we can do something with this. We could start a movement. Now, it'd be tough to sell in the South. It would be tough to sell in the South. I think the first place that people would be on board would probably be like, well, Australia, obviously. Shout out to you guys. But in the United States, you know, I'm thinking maybe like Seattle, Portland. There's a lot of atheists in the Pacific Northwest. I think that would probably be where it would start. You know how certain things back in the 60s all started in San Francisco? That's where the atheist holiday would start. It would definitely start in the Pacific Northwest. Or D.C. <laughs> how about that? Washington, D.C. Happy National Atheist Day. And how would you greet people on, on National Atheist Day? You know, I would find I would find that cat walking through the store wearing the Not Today Satan t-shirt. And say, hey, motherfucker, National Atheist Day, your shit's not real. What do you think? Okay. I know what you're thinking. It's never going to happen. It's never going to fucking happen. But I think we have a chance in Australia. I really do. I mean, I'd move to Australia if, if they had a National Atheist Day. For real. Sign me up. All right, that's all I've got for today. In case you haven't noticed, this was one of those episodes where I didn't really know what I was going to talk about. I just sat down and I just started jabbering because I don't really, I didn't know what I was going to discuss today. I think it worked out okay. I mean, fuck, I came up with a new holiday. I mean, wow. Maybe I should do the show like this more often. Just make up shit as I go along. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation, just the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions, comments, reach out. If you got something you'd like to discuss with me, please do. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you may listen to it, whatever platform that you're on. Leave a review stars um whatever thumbs up thumbs down i'm cool with either one Um, if you like it please pass it along if you got something out of it please tell a friend tell a family member tell an enemy tell somebody talk about it please um you know i would love to have some future episodes where i have conversations with people do it at their convenience talk about whatever they want to talk about and we'll just bounce ideas off each other. Let's figure this whole holiday thing out. I think, I think we got something here. I think we can move with this. Anyway, thanks for listening. If this was your first time, I greatly appreciate it. And if you've come back for more, thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you guys have a great day. Hope you guys have a great rest of your year. And I hope you guys have plenty of time for some good old sinning.